Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. That's Mike Tomlin, and we will see what happens in this bounce-back year or potential bounce-back year for the Steelers. And off of Mike Tomlin, let's go inside NFL training camp. Yeah, Chiefs and Steelers playing this week in the preseason. Let's go inside Steelers training camp with Ray Fittipaldo. Covers the Steelers for the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette at RayFit1 on Twitter. Ray, how's it going? Good, Seth. How are you doing tonight? Look, I'm, I'm really good. I want to start by asking about the real uh, oh, bad news, the death of the assistant uh, coach, the receivers coach for the Steelers. I know Mike Tomlin talked a lot about you know just how devastating of a loss that was uh, for that Steelers family this week. Yeah, I mean, Daryl Drake is one of the best guys around. Um, you know, this is going to be a hard one for the Steelers. Um, he was only there for about 18 months, but he impacted so many people, so many players on that team. Uh, obviously, it's devastating for the receivers room, but uh, the offensive line loved the guy. Ben Roethlisberger had a very close relationship with him, so um, – this is this isn't a good situation for the Steelers. Um, you know, this happens. It, it happened in Minnesota last year with Tony Sperano. The Steelers are gonna figure out a way to get past it and move on, but this is a tough one for them. Daryl Drake was a beloved figure within that organization and uh uh, he's going to be very, very, very much missed. Yeah, just uh, so much more than just football there with uh, Daryl Drake. And we've been talking about the condolences this week going up to the Steelers after that loss. <coughs> Pardon me. On the field, uh, Ray, last year, of course, disappointing year for the Steelers, trying to have a bounce back year. Um, I would imagine that everybody in Pittsburgh on notice, players, coaching staff, that another year like that, not acceptable? Yeah, I mean, the standards in Pittsburgh is, you know, you have to be a perennial playoff contender, and, you know, you got to win Super Bowls. That's, um, you know, that, that's that's what it's all about there. And, um, really, they were the number two seed in the AFC, I think, the final week of November last year, and then they completely fell apart. Um, of course, you'll remember the game in New Orleans. If they win that game, you know, they're, they're in the playoffs securely. And, you know, who knows? Maybe they don't have to worry about you know, all the, all the Antonio Brown drama. You know, maybe that would have, um, you know, maybe that, that wouldn't have happened. So, um, you know, that being said, with Antonio Brown gone, uh, there's much less drama. I think it's been a much more business-like uh, approach to training camp here. And um, there's a lot of talent. There is uh, uh, Juju Smith-Schuster uh, remains on offense. James Washington out of Oklahoma State. Is looking to have a big year. James Conner made the Pro Bowl last year, so they're not without talent. I, I think the biggest key for the Steelers is um, they're going to be fine offensively, but can they can they pick it up defensively where they can get back to you know being a playoff team? You mentioned Juju Smith-Schuster there. Now the the number one receiver for the Steelers. How's the depth 
and talent at that position with Antonio Brown playing in Oakland? Yeah, I mean, I, I don't want to say they're fine because a lot of the, a lot of the depth behind you know, Juju Smith-Schuster is unproven. But as I mentioned, James Washington was a second-round pick out of Oklahoma State. He came on at the end of his rookie season. I think they're hoping he's better. They went out and got Dante Moncrief, uh, a former third-round pick of the Colts, who was okay for four, four or five years in the NFL, but he never really had a steady quarterback. I think they're hoping, you know, with Ben Roethlisberger's guidance and, you know, if he stays healthy, I think they're hoping that Dante Moncrief can actually blossom and maybe become a 1,000-yard receiver. And then the wild card in all this is Deontay Johnson, uh, the number 66 pick overall, early third-round pick. The Steelers are really excited about him. They think he's going to be really good, but he's been banged up with injuries in training camp, so they're going to have to wait um, you know, a little while longer to, to see how he uh, you know, fits into this offense. We're going inside Steelers training camp with Ray Fittipaldo of the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette. Was it a concerted effort by the front office and Coach Tomlin to get rid of a couple of, well, off-the-field malfeasances in Le'Veon Bell and Antonio Brown? It's certainly a different feel in that locker room, got to imagine, without those guys there. And I know Le'Veon yeah. Bell wasn't there last year. I understand that. But it's a little different now, Ray? Yeah, I mean, Le'Veon Bell wasn't um, – he wasn't as big of a problem as Antonio Brown was. But, you know, that being said, Kevin Colbert, their general manager, was on record – he wanted to keep Antonio Brown. It could be worked out. That's how much they like the guy, his production on the field. It's just that Antonio Brown made it such a bad situation where uh, there was no way he was ever going to be able to come back uh, with all the stuff he pulled at the end of the season. He pretty much quit on the team. So they had to get rid of him. Um, there was a lot of locker room distractions late in last season. So, uh, yeah, I think it will be a better situation. I think there will be better team chemistry, but as you know, in the NFL, it's all about talent, and those guys are who are going to be taking Antonio Brown's place. they got to produce on the field. So the Pittsburgh Steelers are used to being among the favorites in the NFL to win a Super Bowl. Forget just the AFC. The entire NFL have been most of Ben's career. Now they find themselves at 20-1. to 1, I believe was that 7th in the AFC, 6th or 7th in the AFC. A little bit of a different feel with expectations around the team this year? Tomlin's been there for so long, made a couple of Super Bowls, won one, although they haven't made a Super Bowl since 2010, so almost a decade now. Is he there as long as he wants, as long as they're, you know, they're making the playoffs, contending in the AFC, regardless of if they win another Super Bowl? Well, I wouldn't say as long as he wants. There was a situation this summer where he signed a one-year contract extension, so he is tied up through the 2021 season. The Steelers will usually give him a two-year deal, so there's been some... Some, some of the minority owners 
Um, didn't necessarily want to give him a deal, but the man who counts, Steelers President Art Rooney, um, who is the majority owner in this in this organization, he likes Mike Tomlin, and I think as long as Art gets his way, um, Mike is going to be around. But listen, Mike's not going to be able to go eight and eight or seven and nine and and have a job for life. I mean, he's going to have to get back to the playoffs. Uh, that's just what the standard is around here. They still have a franchise quarterback. They still have a lot of talent. I think the expectations are that um, they'll get back to the playoffs this year. If they don't, I think Mike Tom is going to have to answer for it. Probably not with his job, but I think he's going to have to make some changes on his staff if that doesn't happen. He's Ray Fittipaldo, and that's inside Steelers training camp here on the last lap. Ray, really appreciate the time tonight. Yeah. All right. Thanks so much. At RayFit1 on Twitter, he covers the Steelers for the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette. That's it for the AFC North tomorrow. We begin in the AFC South with the Indianapolis Colts. Try to get Joel Erickson on the program, former beat reporter for the Saints for NOLA.com. Time to pick you. Now working up in Indianapolis. We'll talk some LSU football when we come back. Also, we'll keep, uh, keep an eye on NFL preseason. Not a good day for the Arizona Cardinals, and Kyler Murray, their number one overall pick. I'll tell you what happened there as the last lap continues on WWL. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.